0: Yo. Happy Good. Lent! Happy Lent! What? What? It's I Lent. saw you eating meat on Friday. It's it was Lent. not Lent. I
1: saw your mom <laughs>
0: eating what? Huh? <sighs> wow. Okay,
1: dude. I saw you eating meat on Friday. Fridays. Well. Uh happy Lent, everyone.
0: I can't believe that. What? I mean, there's moments when I want to start <laughs> this podcast over again, and that was one of them. Why? But we keep the hits rolling. Why? Anyway,
1: what, you accuse me of things, and then... Mm, mm. No, uh,
0: publicly defend yourself?
1: I did not eat meat on Friday. Or on <laughs> Ash Wednesday. Oh, boy. So there.
0: Yes. Well, happy Lent, everybody. I know there's um, a lot of college students are asking the question, and the, and the, and the people have got over here at St. Francis and around the world. They're is saying, asking, what is meat? No. And is an alligator considered meat? Ah, uh, what about platypus? Is that considered yeah, meat? Yeah. What about what about birds? Birds are meat. Penguins? They're fish. Ooh, penguins. Uh huh. Mm. These ostrich? are the things
1: we sit around our house thinking about.
0: Ostrich? Is that is ostrich?
1: That? Is meat? Is it? Yeah. Okay.
0: It is. I'll check it off the list then. I won't be eating it anymore. Anyway, on if you're asking
1: minimalist questions like that, I really would question whether you're really trying to live your faith.
0: Or if you're asking, or you- should I give up soda or sweets for Lent, and the answer is neither. Don't well, just I, uh, the, the. I would do that if it's going to be hard. Do something hard. Well, do something difficult, like. Yeah. But how does that increase your your prayer life if your penance becomes my penance? If you're why a, does that become your
1: penance? Like if, if I get, give up
0: sweets, why how does that affect you? Well, I think it's because people get grouchy. And they're like, I want a sweet. It's just like in Exodus 90. I love Exodus 90 what except if you're for just this grouchy fact. grouchy anyway? This fact is when people talk about Exodus 90, they always talk about the cold showers. And like, why don't you just take a lukewarm 3 to 4 minute shower and shut your pie hole? Did I just did I, yeah. That is, that is like, of all the things about it, Exodus 90 is incredible. This is not a shameless plug for them. But I encourage people during the season of Lent, if you really want to take Lent seriously, like, take the Exodus 90. And if you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't take cold gelers because I, uh, I ought to be cold. But well, you know what? Smelling good is, uh, what is that? Uh, um... Oh, aromatic is and smelling
1: uh, good is overrated. What, no, what are you going to no, say I here? mean, there's
0: this there's this need to cleanliness is next to holiness. So if you, if it's like, oh my gosh, I can't, I got, I can't do the cold showers. Well then, take a lukewarm four minute shower, and then quit staring at TV, quit looking at pornography, quit um, just surfing social media, quit start like hanging out with your family, start talking to your friends, do something that's not self isolating, become a man, uh, girls, I wouldn't encourage it. Girls should not become men. Uh, no, well, girls, oh. I don't encourage girls to do Exodus ninety. Oh, because
1: it's not designed. Yeah, but there's other. Uh, yeah, give 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 things up that are, <coughs> yeah, that are gonna help you. But I would do do things that are hard.
0: Well, I I think it's I like so- to do things that are gonna that are gonna remind me that it's Lent. Well, but- this is what I think about when we and I and I get it, do things hard. But when we do like soda and chocolate. We're becoming like, we're becoming very, I think, like, someone like the Pharisees who were like, oh, if you do these external things of getting rid of sweets and getting rid of sugars and chocolates and stuff like that, then you're actually gonna grow in your relationship. And it's like, remember those, um, the Beatitudes. Jesus gives on the mountain, he's like, where does it start? Like, it starts in the heart. Where's anger, revenge, and resentment and murder and lust begin? Yep, for real. It begins in the depths of the heart. So that's where we got to do work. And when, and when we're like, when we talked, we talked a couple of years ago about like Isaac the Syrian, and Isaac the Syrian, he's got that beautiful line. He's like, use these uh prayers to really like turn our minds are noise meta noise uh, you know jesus says change the mind we change our minds and our hearts by like having these times of prayer praying always and so if you're going to embark on this great season of lent then like dive into the scriptures go to daily mass yeah, go to eucharistic adoration yeah, yeah, confession if you're going if, yeah. if, if you want to get rid of sweets in your life then go to daily mass 7 times And then then make a decision then to get rid of sweets. Like, go to daily mass. Go to confession uh, every Friday during the season of Lent. And then after that, say, you know what? Actually, uh, I'll get rid of sweets out of my life. I'll get rid of soda. I'll get rid of coffee. Because you actually have to get to the heart of the problem, which is the evil that is inside of us in our disordered will. Well,
1: Uh, this episode is not really going as I thought it would.
0: Oh, stuff. In the church, that's what. No, we're that is gonna...
1: awesome. That's awesome. That's a good. That's yeah. No, it's Lent. I mean, this is the beginning of Lent. <laughs> we, we should, we should say something about Lent.
0: A Sh- Shameless plug for the <laughs> magazine Breach, Bang, Boom, or something shout like out, that. Shout out to Lent <laughs> to kicking doors in. And um, taking so hostages. we're
1: continuing in our series of talking about the Holy Mass. This is part okay. of the uh, Eucharistic uh-huh. revival. Oh, um, that's yeah. So we've been we I don't know we did like ten, twelve episodes walking through the mass one by one, piece by piece.
0: That, that was beautiful.
1: Um, and then last week we talked about the different roles at the mass: priests, deacons, lectors. Um, I thought today, Father Kerry, if you're if you're up for it, I think we should talk about the stuff. Yes, at mass. Uh huh. Um, because I think everyone sees it, but I I don't know that lots of people know like what. What things are called, you know? <laughs> and so I think we should have a little lesson in liturgically correct language. Okay. Okay. Let's All get right. down so to business. You, when you pull in to the church, the first thing you will encounter is called a parking lot. Paved paradise, built up a parking lot. So that's a parking park, lot. On park, uh, that, paradise. The proper liturgical term is parking lot. Or as they say in <laughs> Espanol, estacionamente. No, no what do they it? say? It's parqueado. A, oh, parqueado. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. All right. So you come in the front doors. When you walk in the doors, uh, this is more of a tour, kind of of the church. The the area, often called uh, the lobby, uh, or can can is usually called. We call it a narthex. Yep. It can also be called a vestibule. Oh. Um, so anyway, that kind of depends. All right. So then you walk in the front doors. Okay. Uh, and this is, not, I'm, I'm visualizing my my parish here. I'm visualizing my. <laughs> but visualizing you can visualize my, yours, yes. uh, your non-existent church. Uh, <laughs> you So you come in, and then you have uh, this very large, eight-sided wooden structure, which yeah. is called the baptismal font. Ours is eight-sided, too. It's made out of marble. Eight days no. of creation. Ours is made out of wood. Yes.
0: Eight days of creation? Eight what? days of creation. What? What
1: do you mean eight days of creation? The eighth day, the eighth day of creation is a ter- eternity.
0: Oh, I was thinking like you know that's uh, why it has eight sides. I know, I know. But oh. like when um in Judaism they refer to Saturday as the seventh day, the day of rest. Yeah, and Christians would refer to the eighth yeah. day. And so like in Spanish, when you miss mass on a Sunday, and they uh, people will the, the phrase is "Yo no fui a misa ocho días." I haven't been to mass in eight days. Yeah. I mean really like I miss Sunday Mass. Yep. Yeah. So the baptismal
1: font. All right. Then usually somewhere near the baptismal font, we have a very large candle. Oh yes. It's the largest candle but in, in the Easter- church. But in Lent it's gone.
0: Well, you take yours
1: out in Lent? We don't take it out. Because we no, we still use We still have funerals and Oh, you do. We do baptisms during Lent. Oh if we
0: need to. I don't have any of those. Yeah.
1: So there's a very large candle. It's called the, can can be called one of two things: the Ooh. Easter candle or the
0: Paschal candle. Or the
1: Paschal candle. Uh-huh. What's a pasc? uh, Pasch? P a s c h. Uh, resurrection, yeah. Easter. Yeah. It's that the light of Christ. Yep. Yep. So um, that's a. So that's it. Is a candle, but it, it's a very specific kind of candle. It's the Easter candle or the Paschal candle. So we're actually going to be getting a new one. <gasps> so are you? Yeah. Um. At Easter. Uh huh. Every year we take the old one, and we put it away. And we put in a new one, so it's much taller. Um, that's why it's going to be very sad when Kyle leaves, uh, because he's very tall. He brings many, many gifts to the parish. One of one of which is his height. And you know what my dad says about the game of basketball? You can't teach height. <laughs> okay, moving on. The Pasco. Hey, what do you all do
0: with your Paschal candles when you're done with them?
1: Um. We keep them around a little bit. I've given them to people who I know are going to really? take good care of them at their homes. <laughs> okay, move, move on. Father Carey, <laughs> let's uh, Father Carey. Let's do full disclosure. What just happened right here <laughs> is Father Carey had a moment where he has realized that he has not ordered a Paschal candle. Well, that's for true. I, I haven't ordered a Paschal candle. I just Jennifer. saw that look on your face, and I knew that wasn't
0: it. Oh. But I, I usually. <laughs> They should throw them in the river and let them, watch them float down the river. Oh, really? You could do that. Oh, good. Because I saw that one time. I wouldn't do that, but you know. They like put crosses in the, in the rivers to bless them. And I was like, oh, I need to take the light of Christ down the river. I would
1: give it like a uh, father. Healy was telling me the other day, he has the uh, Easter candle from Holy family of the year he was ordained.
0: W- what do you do with they it?
1: Get, he has it in his office. Huh? Isn't
0: that cool. I think I- that's pretty cool. I don't really care. <laughs> okay, well well he I guess I guess like why why would I want to like ca- I guess carry that around? Sentimental. He doesn't
1: carry it around, it's in
0: his office. Yeah, but you, every time you move you got to move with oh, it. Oh, well,
1: okay. That's a, that's a whole different story. All right, so you walk in, then you have these wooden benches that are called pews. Yes. Okay. Um I like in Spanish they're called bancas. 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 Okay. So then you come up, you're 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 down the aisle, and then you get to the sanctuary. Um, we have a whole bunch of things right there, right? So we have the altar. That's pretty pretty self explanatory. Uh-huh. But we don't we call it an altar. It's not a table. Um, it has table like qualities, but it is but it's an altar. We have the ambo, which is where the readings are proclaimed from. <laughs> we have uh, we have a couple chairs up there. So we got the presider's chair, which is where the presider sits. Yes. Okay, so the, pri- the, the bishop, the priest, and then to his right, uh, 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 most often to the right is uh, uh,
0: another chair, which is the chair for the deacon. Uh-huh. Okay. Then... Uh, ooh, ooh, I, what, I else? Was, what else do we have? I was trying to slow you down, because you got to the pews, but then there's the steps into the sanctuary. Ooh, talk about that. Okay, because you... How many steps do y'all have going into your sanctuary? Because I know how many I have.
1: One, two, three...
0: So I have, we have um, we have three going in the sanctuary and two going to the altar, three for the Holy Trinity, two for the, the two, two na- natures of the Christ. two natures of Ooh. Christ that appear on the altar, human and divine. Oh, um, lovely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they were also added because uh, one of my staff members, we'll call her Lauren L in a second, uh, L, L. 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 Lacey, said she couldn't see from the back of the church. When a tall person was standing in front of her, oh, that's true. So then we elevated the steps up, and we we're like for the two natures of Christ. You should have really? done stadium seating. Oh, I did. I we have, we have then strings. have everyone can see strings come down and the line lift. of sight is is excellent in stadium seating churches. yes yeah. I so the so just even the steps the steps are significant because like you have these steps going up into the sanctuary that literally even the even the flooring that. Is between the lower part of the church, the nave, and the sanctuary of the church. This the flooring is different to remind you yep. that you're that's, moving up. Yes, yeah, so what's
1: happening in the sanctuary is different than what's happening outside yeah, of the that's sanctuary. Right. Yeah, cool. So then we have uh, in the in the sanctuary. So we got the altar, the ambo, the presider's chair, the deacon's chair. We have like there's tables. The tables have a name. Oh, a ta- credence table. The credence table. What's what is does that? that mean? I've never actually thought about this. I'm thinking out loud right now. Credence, is it like. Clearwater Revival? Well, I was thinking is more of like the Creed, like the Apostles' I Creed. See is it
0: the same? Fair, Moon,
1: Horizon. What's that? The Creed? Like, like the Creed. But it's spelled, isn't it spelled C R E D A N C E? Credence. Credence table? But it's like uh, credence. Okay, a belief in or acceptance of. A small side table shelf or niche in a church <laughs> for holding the elements of the Eucharist before they are consecrated. A credence table.
0: What is what is that from? Okay, wow, uh, thank Our you. Our
1: handy assistants. Well, here. Uh, you know
0: what? That's you know amazing. when You're on a legit podcast where you have like backup people doing research. Our for producers. You? Yeah, I'd so, take that, Ben Shapiro. So anyway, Chandler's that's uh, a that's Imagine. that's
1: that's happening. Uh, yeah, so the, the little tables up there are, are the credence table. Um, you also have, I have behind uh,
0: the altar, um, a fan, <laughs> a liturgical. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's Okay, uh, annoying thing that priests do. Annoying what? things that priests do Wait. is they put fans around their altar. And visiting priests who show up and get asked to celebrate Mass forget <laughs> that said fan. And I kicked that thing one time. I rounded the altar. And left foot first. Boom. Here? Yeah. I punted your fan, and it banged off the credence table, and I was like, oh. It should be on the other side of the credence No, it was like table. right here on the left-hand side oh. pointing up your alb. You know, so like you get some <laughs> fresh – I didn't mean like that, but like fresh air.
1: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't know ha- if you, like, to if you say, like, guys, like
0: kicked your alb over the top of it
1: or your cassock. We've had our show. We've had our show going here almost five years, and we've always been honest with you. Um, I get really hot during mass. I'm I'm like hot all the time, um, and I'm I'm a bigger person, okay. And then when during mass, there's a lot of there's a lot of layers. I got my regular clothes, and then I have an alb, and then on top of the alb, I have a chasuble. It's a lot of layers. And I get hot, and so when I have the fan on, oh boy. It's very helpful to me. It, keep, it actually helps me pray better. It slow, it's like slows me down. Killing me, O'Brien. All right. I'm just trying to be honest with everybody. Jeez. Okay, now let's talk about the things in the map. Ooh, oh, ooh, sanctuary light, sanctuary lamp. So when you walk in, in, mo- in just about every Catholic church, you're going to see some kind of red light uh, candle near the tabernacle. And basically that, t- that red light tells you that the blessed sacrament is present. Yes. Okay. Where's it going to be in your new church? Is it next to? It's above. Next
0: to, it's next to.
1: Next to ours it's is one. ours is above. Um, and it's kind of a bear to change out. Uh, if you yeah next time you're That's in our it. church uh, and you see that sanctuary <laughs> lamp it's not it is not easily accessible. Where was I that was that, just a
0: function of the architecture. I I was up at K State in St. Isidore's and there's there's like 15, 18 feet in the air. Oh. And I think they have to get up on a ladder to change it. We didn't put one up there. We just, um, it's like on a stand right next to there. Okay. So, anyway,
1: that sanctuary. Land. Okay, now let's talk about the things at the altar. The things at the altar? So, when oh, like yeah. the gifts, so the the bread and the wine get brought up at the, at the offertory. Uh huh. Um, those are, those are brought. Okay, what? What do we call the little glass things that oh, the wa- I know. that the water and the wine are in? Those have those have an official an official name other than glass things.
0: Uh, they are called cruets. Cruets. Where does that come from? Kyle. Kyle. No, where I'll, does that come? Hopefully, from? Kyle's doing some background research. But there's there's usually two cruets, and in the procession, when things are brought up, like one of those credence tables can be placed in the in the nave of the church, and when the gifts are brought up. The, cr- the cruets, the only two things that are brought up are the wine and the bread. Yeah. Those things for the sacrifice. So yeah. water and money, 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 money. And even food are not to be brought up. Now, there are moments when there's certain things. All was- right.
1: Cruet comes from Middle English, from Anglo-Norman French, diminutive of Old French, cruet, <laughs> which means pot. <laughs> From Old Saxon, related to crock, <laughs> so it's like a tiny crockpot. What is? What are we doing? <laughs> what cro? Cruet. Cruet. Okay, so it's French. Cruet. <laughs> um, so that's a so that's a cruet. That's a cruet. A, is the little glass, the little glass. Um, yes. I don't know what you call them, jar looking uh-huh. things. Okay. So then up on the altar, and this is what a lot of people don't you don't see. You so you see like the chalice. Yes. Um, and then you see these kind of what we would call like glass or um, not glass. Um, in fact, glass is not allowed. Um, kind of silver or gold, what look like bowls. Yep. Those are called?
0: Saborium. Saborium. Yes. 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 The, they the usually have s- the
1: plural of suborium.
0: Saborianibus.
1: Saboria. Saboria. S- oh,
0: it's like alumni one, and alum. S- one
1: suborium. two saboria. Hmm. Like alumni. Yeah. Alu- like, uh, yeah. You and know, I don't have alumnis. Yeah. You're, you have an alumnus and two oh. alumni. That's right. Yeah,
0: and so a saborium has a stem on it, usually a stand, a bowl. It's a
1: sturdy um, chalice-looking
0: bowl. Yeah. So
1: just so you know, the saborium and chalices are to be made of um, precious metals. Yep. Right. So we, there was a time, and the, especially our maybe our older our older listeners, or or if you're coming from a place that doesn't always do what they're supposed to, um, you might have seen like glass. No uh, chalices or ciborium, or ma- or things made of wood. Um, so I have nothing precious. against. I have nothing against glass. I have nothing against mm-hmm. uh, you know wood. But the church says that that yeah. ciborium and chalices, which are going to contain mm-hmm. the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus I Christ, agree. should be made of precious.
0: Y- exactly, petals. and and, yep. uh, and it, it comes from the the word like uh, a storage thing to eat. I think is that right, Kyle? Yeah, it's like a storage facility to eat something out of a saborium. So, yeah, it's oh. it's very similar to like um, what's the word that. a way and a manger a way and a manger manger is the French word for manger,
1: manger to eat Manja, manja yeah okay that's very interesting okay then so you have so we have chalice and saborium uh-huh. then we also have um, there's various linens various linens so we have the, the so typically the altar has like an altar cloth on it, uh-huh. right? So it's kind of big white, covers the whole thing. I mean, that typically st- stays
0: there. Yep. Okay. Then we have a Ooh. larger, well, well, please. Then you can, please. Have, you can have combinations of one to three. People put three linens on their altar to honor the Holy Trinity, two linens on their altar to honor the two natures of Christ, one linen on their altar to... Um, the uh, oneness of the god the oneness of god
1: i believe in one god uh-huh okay so there's different
0: th- yeah there's there's some they'd sort- have like three altar cloths uh uh-huh. stacked on top of each other it's not altar cloths linens and like one hangs longer than the other oh i see okay I've, yeah. i don't know that i've ever seen that because then you get to then the what you're getting to go ahead
1: yeah so then we have kind of a large square linen uh-huh uh, which is called a corporal a corporal And that folds up nicely. So oftentimes you'll see the priests like put something on the altar and then they'll, 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 you'll see them kind of unfold it. We have in our parish, and you have them too, we have wonderful people who do all of that, right? So after every mass, we're, we're making a mess, right? We're, 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 we're taking these corporals or the purificators or the finger towels and they're getting, you know, it's getting, um, Either wine, if, we're, if, we, if something happens like before the consecration, or the, the, the precious blood right. on it. Um, and those have to be laundered, but not in the normal way. Okay. So there's a whole way that all of the stuff that we use on the altar, it has to be laundered in a certain way. So we have, we have ministers in our church, we call them sacristans, mm-hmm. who are specifically trained to wash those, and then, t- and then they also know how to iron them. Mm-hmm. So that they're more easily used in the mass.
0: And what I love about our relationship of our two parishes, what is do you love? The the sacristans at St. Francis Xavier have so generously offered to wash our linens for us. Yeah, that's an. It's just yeah, that's good. I good mean, they steward, just good stewardship. They know how to do this stuff, and they have the they have yep. irons. Yep. And uh, as one of my sacristans did, he he or she, I don't know which one it was, said, "Well, the girls. Are, I have lots of girls that are sacristan, so." Um, it was probably something they saw in their parish where they soaked the linens in water yep. and then they leave them in there. And then they just kept putting them in there. And then we use those linens f- to burn to start our Easter fire because by the time I found them, they were, the water was dried out and it was all moldy.
1: Oh, that's gross. Yeah, <laughs> and It was like, yeah.
0: oh, hey, y'all, um, we turn in our linens every three weeks to St. Francis, so... We can't put them in water because it evaporates. Yeah, uh-huh. that's no good. Ah, no, no way, no, no so
1: way. So then we have, uh, anyway, yeah, so there's the there's the uh, corporal, which is the thing that folds out. We have what we call purificator. So when you see the priest, um, like, wipe, maybe wipe uh, the chalice, uh-huh. right? wipe the rim of the chalice, uh, he's using what we call a purificator. So it's a cloth, but specifically made. It's kind of a... It's cotton. It's cotton, but it, but it also has like a it has a cross on it. Sometimes mm-hmm. you'll see them like very like highly decorated, yeah. and uh, so it's really really that's really cool. But all those are done. I just, it's just great stewardship. All of those are done by somebody in the parish. They clean them, they iron them, and then they bring them back to the church. And then every anytime we need them, we're setting up for mass. Yeah. We open a drawer, boom, full uh-huh. of corporals and purificators and finger towels and. All that good stuff.
0: Yeah. Uh, ignore me over here. I had a construction meeting. I'm on Zoom oh. over here. No, actually, I'm on. Uh, but wh- Carrie's
1: trying to do two
0: things at once. I'm on the Microsoft Teams. Shameless plug for Teams and anti-Zoom. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> okay. Um, so then the, we have the. Uh, go ahead. We got the corporal. Yeah. Corpor- corporal meaning body. Oh, the body. Yeah, yeah. It's it, that's it's what I love. Like, there's two things that I love about like that is the Paul. That is the it's the kind of square that goes over the chalice. P-A-L-L. Yeah, and and the funeral pall. Yep, that goes over the coffin. That goes over the body of the person who's deceased. So the two times the pall is used in the liturgy, they both go over the
1: bodies. The body.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love it because we call things what we are, what they are. Like we call host a host, like the word for victim in Latin. Hostia, like host saving victim, open wide. Oh, this host! Um,
1: but we also called
0: corporal. We call it corporal because that's where the body goes. The body of the Lord Jesus, uh, body blood, sits on top of this on this the piece top of, of the fabric. Corporal. That's yeah, cool. t- that's a cool. I love it. Like, let's call it what it is and what it's not. If yep. you don't, it, it, like, I don't. I don't know. Cause other people in other religious Christian denominations don't use corporals because there is they're not. That's cool. Okay, yeah. two other things.
1: We also have uh, what something called a patent, P-A-T-E-N, which looks like some people like if you didn't know what it was called, you'd you'd think it was like a plate. Yep. Um, but it's a it's a smaller kind of dish looking circular, um, and that is on that is on which the 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 host yep. um, goes. The priests the priest host. So when the priest is celebrating mass. There's hosts that are going to be distributed at, at that mass, uh-huh. and then there's a larger host, which can come in varying sizes, um, oh. that is, uh, lays on on the patent. So you have a patent, the chalice, the ciborium, other chalices if you need them. Uh, you have the tabernacle key. Ooh, 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 that's key. Yeah, it's <laughs> but... <it's
0: laughs> There,
1: is this? Are we almost done?
0: There's a there's a, in the in the Byzantine church. It's called the discos, the big paten, oh. which the Lamb sits upon. Oh, there we go. Uh, I was laughing because the you said that's key. Uh, one year at TU, do you remember this? When uh, Kevin Bittner he made a video about. Ugh, I just yanked the cord and almost ripped the headset off my face. Uh, he made. I kept on losing the tabernacle key because. The sacristans, they one girl put it in her sweater pocket and I would have to call them up like Do you have sweater pocket like, Do you have the tabernacle? Oh my gosh, I have it. So one year I turned around for Mass and there was no key. Uh-oh. And we had only there was one host on the patent, and there were like, I don't know, a dozen people at Mass. We had to fracture one host oh, to no. give it so Kevin Bittner made his end of year movie uh for the Newman movie night. And it was all about Jesus being locked in the tabernacle, and there were pe- so he was in the confessional. He can't get out. And he was t- he was dressed in a white alb, and he was like knocking on it, and people were like, oh, well, I can't get." He's like, "Hey guys, uh, could you could you let me out?" And it was like this dialogue between people standing in front of the tabernacle that was locked, and Kevin Bittner, who was dressed like Jesus inside the tabernacle, which was the confessional. Okay, was all right. In our last two minutes, um, tell me. About your chalice. Oh, um, the chalice. My chal I have, I have two of them, and they both came from a, a box that was Closed Down Parish's Good Shepherd in southern Oklahoma. And one's from a tabernacle society. My ciborium, the ciborium I have was given to me. It was recovered from a Nazi bunker in 1944, 45, um, and shipped back to the United States in a box with a bunch of stuff that was going to be demolished and this guy wanted to save them all. And it was used as a drinking glass in a Nazi bunker. And then the last, the first time it was used at my ordination mass, the bishop blessed it beforehand. So, wow. Yeah. I did not know that about you. Yeah, your, the, suborium, the the Saborium wow. was, uh, uh, was, it came, literally there was a guy in wow. North Denver. You redeemed in, it. Yeah, when I lived wow. in a parish and we were having a bourbon, 80-year-old guy and his wife. They were our neighbors to the, um, to the parish. And I was having a bourbon with him one night. He was telling me the story about becoming Catholic, and I said, "You don't have any more of those, do you?" He goes, "I think so." And he went downstairs and he brought it out, and it was black as a pair of clerics, and it, that was the—I the, mean, it hadn't seen the light of day in probably wow. forty years. And he said, "I'll fix it for you, Father." Wow. So every time I celebrate Mass, I remember that guy. Do you know the votive wow. light? The votive light in the temple was changed every Sabbath day, and that's why our lights are seven days. Ooh. I didn't know that. Clay thank Thanks. I buddy. love
1: that about, you know, candles. You know that uh, candles used in churches have to be 51% beeswax. Yep. I think that's so cool. And then we and then we sing about bees at the Easter vigil. Oh, I just love it. Even the you know, even the candles, I'll just say this in closing. The candles are not insignificant. They represent an offering, right? Candles get burned oh, down. Yes. Right, so the, you have a candle, and it—the candle gives, gives of itself for the glory of God. So, you, like you're a candle, right, giving of yourself. Even even the candles have symbolic oh, yeah. value. that is awesome. All right, hope your lens off to a great start. Peace. See you next week. Adios.